We're glad you're listening to Rhema for Today. The person that does not know how to pray, I don't care if they are saved. I don't care if they have been baptized of the Holy Ghost. They're handicapped in life. Because when the great crisis comes, you'll not know how to meet it. Now, friends, just face up to it. You see, I, I think some people have got the wrong impression. I don't know why they have. They didn't get it from me, if you heard me, because I've been going at this through the years. And I always keep saying it. Some people hear what we call the faith message, and they imagine, you know, from now on, never going to have any problems. Just float through life on flowery beds of ease. You've got another thought coming. The crisis of life comes to all of us. Amen. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching, Knowing God as Your Father. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Call unto me, and I'll answer thee, he said, and show thee great and mighty things, which thou knowest not. He longs to have your confidence. He longs to have you trust him for every need of your life. He wants you to know that it's easier for the heavens to cease to function than it is for God your Father to ignore one of his promises. He said, I watch over my word. King James said, I will hasten my word to perform it. The margin reading of Jeremiah 1.12, I watch over my word to perform it. God watches over his word to perform it. Isaiah 55, you remember, tells us that as high as the heavens are above the earth, so high are his ways above our ways and his thoughts above our thoughts. And it went on to tell us that not one word of God will return unto him void. And thank God it won't. Can you say Amen. So then you can readily see how important it is that you fellowship with him in prayer. How important it is that you learn to pray. More, more necessary that you learn to pray than anything in life. Education is important. But it's more important that you learn to pray than it is to gain an education. It's more important that you learn to pray than it is to make a success in the business world. It's more important that you learn to pray than it is that you'd be a great singer, a great musician, or a great politician, or a great anything else. Hallelujah. For if you don't know how to pray, you're at a disadvantage. You see, the most important thing in the world is to learn how to pray. Amen. How to contact your father. You see... The person that does not know how to pray, I don't care if they are saved. I don't care if they have been baptized of the Holy Ghost. They're handicapped in life. Because when the great crisis comes, you'll not know how to meet it. Now, friends, just face up to it. You see, I, I think some people have got the wrong impression. I don't know why they have. They didn't get it from me, if you heard me, because I've been going at this through the years. And I always keep saying it. Some people hear what we call the faith message, and they imagine, you know, from now on, never going to have any problems. Just float through life on flowery beds of ease. You've got another thought coming. The crisis of life comes to all of us. Amen. Amen. The test, 
there in the Old Testament. Remember the Word of God said, the afflictions of the righteous are many. The word afflictions there doesn't mean sickness or disease. However, sickness or disease could be affliction. You see the Hebrew and the Greek word also over in the New Testament, translated affliction, means test, trials. And of course, sickness can be a test and a trial, you see. But the tests, the trials, the troubles, in other words, of the righteous are many. How come them to be many? Well, among other things, we're in the world, but not of the world. And Satan's the God of this world. And he'll stir up all the trouble he can. Amen? He'll do everything he can. And then a lot of, of good people help him out. And even some good Christian people help him out. Amen? And, uh, and so there'll be a lot of stuff. The afflictions, the troubles, the tests, the trials of the righteous are a few. No, are many. Many. But the Lord, hallelujah. But the Lord, the Lord that he's talking about there is your father if you've been born again. The Lord delivereth him out of a few of them. Huh? How many of them? All of them. Aren't you glad? See, he never said you wasn't going to have any problems or any troubles. No, the crisis of life comes to all of us. If we do not know how to pray, if we do not know our Father as we should, we will not be able to meet that crisis. Now, what astounds me, and, and I've been astounded at it through the years, I've had ministers of the gospel. I've had them to, you know, I've held meetings in the churches sometimes for week only and eight weeks meetings. Teaching every day on the subject of faith. Been back another time, taught several weeks. And then some crisis came. I've had them to call me. I've had them to come to see me. Just a bawling and a squall. And I thought to myself, how could they ever help the congregation? They don't know what to do themselves when the crisis comes. They don't know what to do. I think they got the impression, you see, that if you believe God now, and if you've got faith, that you're not going to have any problems. You're not going to have any struggles. You're not going to have any troubles. You're not going to have any tests. You're not going to have any trials. But no, when we're preaching faith, that's how it means. We're trying to show you how to overcome your problems. Hallelujah. And how to get victory. Hallelujah. Through them. Remember that Peter says, the trial of your faith is more precious than gold. Trial of your faith is more precious than gold. Now, we all love the 91st Psalm. How many of you love the 91st Psalm? How many of you believe it belongs to you? If it doesn't, why, there's no use you reading it. Because it's not yours anyhow. That'd be like me reading a love letter that your girlfriend wrote to you and applying it to me. Well, it don't apply to me. No, bless God, the 91st Psalm belongs to us. Hallelujah. God never said you wasn't going to have any trouble. Notice what he did say. Notice the uh, 15th verse of this 91st Psalm. He shall call upon me and I'll answer him. There's prayer again, isn't it? 
God, I said, longs, yearns, loves to hear and answer prayer. He shall call upon me, and I'll answer him. I will be with him in trouble. See, he didn't say he wasn't going to have any trouble. He said, I'll be with him in trouble. I'll be with him in trouble. Boy, when you get in trouble, I mean, even in the natural, it's good to have somebody with you, some of your family. Amen? I said, amen? amen? Well, I'll tell you how much more is that true over in the spiritual realm. It's good to have some of your family there when you get in trouble, when the trial comes, when the tests come. Well, thank God, not only do we have the help of one another, but the, the Father said, the great God of the universe, our Father said, I'll be with him in trouble. Now again, here's where folks miss it. They said, well, I know he's with me. And they just stay in their troubles. But wait a minute. He said, I'll be with him in trouble. And what? I'll deliver him. I'll deliver him. He don't want you to stay in that trouble. He wants to deliver you. Hallelujah. Praise God. So don't just take comfort that he's with you and stay in your trouble. Look to him for the deliverance because there is deliverance. I'll be with him in trouble and will deliver him. Now in conclusion, we're talking about your individual prayer life. Prayer has several elements. First of all, it brings you into personal fellowship and touch with your father. I bow my knees unto the Father. And with the Lord Jesus Christ. What shall we ask the Father in my name? He'll give it to you. And with the Holy Ghost. You see, all three of the Godhead are brought into the prayer life. You are praying to the Father. You are praying in the name of Jesus. You are praying through the Holy Spirit, and that prayer is based on the Word of God. Now, that kind of praying will get the job done. I said that kind of praying will get the job done. You can't spend any length of time in prayer without being affected by it. It does something for you personally, individually. The quietness, the unshakableness, the faith, the deep, unsounded peace that pervades the Godhead will overflow into the prayer's life. Hallelujah. Now let me give you some scripture that will corroborate that. Turn real quickly with me to a scripture we read earlier. In Philippians, the fourth chapter, the sixth verse, be careful for nothing. Do not fret, have any anxiety about anything. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Now, what will be the results? And the peace of God that passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds, both of them, through Christ Jesus.
Can you say amen? amen? Praise God. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. The first product in this offer is the three CD series from Kenneth W. Hagan, Getting Through the Tough Times. Also in this package is the slimline book from Lynette Hagan entitled God's Peace. Purchase these two items for the price of $27 and get Kenneth E. Hagan's CD entitled Faith for Finances for Free. Call toll free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Well, as I say many times, thank you for helping us bring hope and healing to the world. I'm talking about our Rama Word Partners. They, what is a partner? Well, somebody that prays yes. for us regularly. Somebody that sends an offering in at least once a month to help us. Whatever you can afford to send. Yes. If you're a word partner, I want to say thank you. You say, hey, I'd like to partner with them. Well, just go on your computer. Go to rhema.org slash WPC and all the information is there. But for all of you that are going to be and all of you that are our word partners, we want to say thank you. Monday, we'll continue this powerful teaching from Kenneth E. Hagan. That's next week on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Have a great weekend 